Welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. I'm your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Today, we have Nick Blanchard as our guest. We will be discussing Zuko, a networking community whose name was derived from Zoom and coffee. At the heart of its mission is community and support. Zuko was officially launched in August during lockdown and has visitors from all over the world, many able to do business completely online. Members are encouraged to set up one-to-one calls with each other outside of meetings. Building relationships is critical not only for business success, but also for our mental health. Nick Blanchard, based in Hampton, Southwest London, is the founder. He hosts these meetings, but also enables you to host your own local groups. Welcome to the show, Nick. Thank you very much, Dr. Hales. It's an absolute privilege to be here, and thank you for inviting me. How did you get involved in networking? Right, well, I remember the day quite well. I, um, I used to run the family business for a long, long, long time. And 15 odd years ago, somebody invited me. I, I was basically involved in production. So I was in I was in um, um, the day-to-day running of the business, the actual nuts and bolts of the business, hiring and firing people, but not really involved in sales. But a friend of mine suggested I come along to a networking event. And I'm not quite sure why, but I thought, why not? So um, I turned up in an ill-fitting suit, okay, very nervous, because I knew I had to present 60 seconds about the business. And from from then on, um, it, it, one thing led to another. And, and I, I, I realized then and then I, my passion was to meet and get to know people and understand people's businesses. Um, the business I was running at the time was going through a kind of a um, an interesting time in its existence, and it coincided with me needing to meet people. I needed to meet. I didn't know then, but I then very quickly needed to meet people. Um, my father died a couple of years later, and from then on, I needed to meet people to help with my business. I needed to meet an accountant, a solicitor. Um, I needed to meet a business coach. And so these are all people I'd met through networking and built up long-term relationships. And so, yeah, so I, I joined a networking organization said 12, 13 years ago. And from then on, it, it led me to running my running groups for other people. Um, I, was, I was privileged to run the uh, Putney chapter of BNI. BNI, obviously, Business, in, uh, Business Network International, started by the very lovely Dr. Ivan Meisner, an American um, um, in the US, where kind of you know, business networking, breakfast networking was born and invented. So I ran uh, Putney BNI for a, a year, but I was there for five years, growing it to be you know, the, the biggest and best chapter in London. And then there was a couple of other um, reincarnations under under other banners with other people. And then I said, and then network, you know, and then the, then the pandemic hit. And I thought, well, this gave me the perfect opportunity to run my own business, my own network organization online. And so that's it. So, you know, it, one thing led to another. And here we are today with Zuko. Well, how does Zuko differ from other networking? Okay. Yeah, that, that's a very, very good question. Um, 
I mean, I would never ever knock another networking organisation. I mean, BNI is 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 quite structured. Is it it, it suits certain industries. Um, and what I learned from my sort of 12, 13 years of networking, I wanted to do it kind of my way. So it's there are it's less less structured with more community at the centre of it. Okay, uh, and it has turned into a very kind of heart centre community where people can properly get to know each other. The thing about networking is networking creates friendships. Okay, um, but it kind of crosses the line sometimes. Friends and business friends, there's a kind of bit of a grey area. We think they're friends, but they're, they're business friends. So, so what the Zuko is doing is really trying to establish those proper business friendships, okay? Um, are they friends? They are friends, but they're business friends first, okay? And so the answer, to answer your question, what's different about Zuko is that I, I'm really encouraging people to get to know each other, get to know each other on a, on a, on a personal level, okay? It is that no like trust. You need to get to know someone. You get to you need to get to like someone. You need to get to trust someone. Okay, and this takes time. And so people are collaborating. They're working together. Then you're getting to know each other on a on a on a on a quite a personal level. And also it's it's quite low cost. Um, other networking organizations are quite they're not they're not cheap investments. But with the pandemic and lockdown, I was able to to open at the moment online only, fairly low cost. Okay. It wasn't costing me a huge amount of money okay so i can pass it on so you know i can keep the cost down um so again it, it seems to open up um open open the doors to a lot more people okay so i think i think that's i think i hope hopefully that answered your question what the difference uh, but it's heart at the center and uh, me me very much right in center of it absolutely um and, and also the other thing is we have no kind of hard and fast rules because we, we are growing organically. I'm evolving. Okay. So I'm, um, I'm adding things. I'm, I'm tweaking things. I'm changing things. Things aren't set in stone. We don't always meet at seven o'clock in the morning. We don't have lunch at the moment. We don't always meet here. So I'm adding stuff, taking stuff away, learning as we go along kind of thing. Have you seen a lot of success from the participants of the uh, meetings? Absolutely, yes. There have been, there have been a, there. Have, I mean, you know, people ultimately join the network and organisation to see what they can get out of it, to see how much work they can get out of it. Okay, and so yes, work has been passed, and quite often to some of the most surprising sectors of business. Okay, um, but again, it's it's that it's that who who the people in the room knows. Okay, they're not selling to the room; it's who they know, and this is all about networking. Okay, so you know. So once someone gets to know someone, they have that one hour, one to one. They can really dig down to what they are. Friendships are born, and so, so yes, so so work has been passed. Um, I mean, I mean, the therapists in the group. You know, this, the last year has been tough for many different people. Okay, for the for the for the sole trader, for for the solopreneur, call them what you like. This last year has been really tough. Okay, in in the UK. Um, the employed people, okay, employed by companies, they've been furloughed. So they've been having 80% of their salary paid. There's been a big thing. Three million self-employed people have fallen through the cracks. So three million self-employed have not earned a penny. Okay. So if, if their business had been affected by the last year, they've not earned a penny. So so my point was the 
the, the mental issues have been really ramped up. So the therapists are doing very well because, you know, people need help, okay? Uh, but there's all kinds of people, you know, doing really, really well. Photographers, website developers, everyone needs a website. Everyone needs a, a photograph for their, for their social media link. So, yeah, all these people are doing really, really well. But I mean, what I'm loving most of all is the collaborations that people are, are forming. People are talking, people are um, clubhouse, it, it's big in the States, so people are hosting clubhouse rooms, they're doing podcasts, they're doing all kinds of things together, okay? There's a, a, a gardener who, you know, who, who has decided, that, well, she's working with the, the movement therapist, okay? So people are, are exercising properly before they do their gardening, okay? It's those kind of collaborations. So, yes, so all kinds of work is being passed, and, and, and my drop-off rate at the moment is ridiculously low no one's dropped off now in best part of six seven months okay which well that speaks me... a lot for you certainly well exactly i mean if they weren't getting anything out of it they just leave i understand that okay so yeah so um so there's a lot of meetings people are, are certainly the feedback i'm getting has been great okay uh, but i'm loving the collaborations um the things that the members are working working sorting themselves and working together we've got a, a, a vibrant facebook group and the facebook group is open to all not just the members the facebook group so people promote events i mean there are events there's challenges there's workshops there's clubhouse and podcast there's all manner of things that i mean the members are doing and other members are supporting them which is very very important there are several benefits that doctors can get from networking the four that i see for physicians are introducing yourself and your practice to other professionals and health facilities in your area for referrals mm -hmm. since we can't go and shake people's hands now Mm -hmm. uh, for camaraderie and commiseration with other professionals going through the similar experiences, mm -hmm. to find out how other professionals are marketing and promoting their practices, mm -hmm. and also becoming known to prospective patients in the community and finding out what they're interested in. Yeah. What mm -hmm. types of people have you seen most keen on networking? Well, I mean, those four points are, are, are such important points they are, okay, for the citizen. And, and, and when you look at sole traders, solopreneurs, call them what you like, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, all those four points you, you, you mentioned apply to everybody, okay? And so, I mean, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned network in, in, the medical, in the medical community. Um, yeah, but, you know, um, it's all about who who the people in the room knows so i mean dentists for instance okay you know and again i i don't i don't fully understand the the health situation in the states okay but i mean i'm i mean i know that dentists okay dentists do um do quite a lot of networking in this country because in the dental industry over here we have the the nhs which is you know free as it were it's not free, but it's free. Then we have a, a wide private sector, okay? And, and dentists do a lot of networking because they want to meet people with teeth. And they want to know, they want to meet people who know people with teeth, okay? <laughs> it's as simple as that, okay? And, and, so, and so dentists, for instance, okay, it's all about getting out there and talking to people. So, you know, I am, you know, again, this whole you know, US versus UK. And from what I can gather, being, I mean, being a European, the Americans are never, never afraid to bang their own drum, which we in this country are a bit shy to do. But if you, if you are a fantastic dentist, go out and tell the world, 
I'm the most amazing dentist. If you network someone next to you, he will then use you, okay? And then he will say, yes, he is the most amazing dentist. And everyone who hears that will say, well, he said he's a fantastic dentist. He said he's fantastic. You know what? He must be a fantastic dentist. And so, absolutely. And, and so and so the points you made, um, you know, the, the people who, who do networking, they are mostly, as I said, kind of um, – in the sales industry, in the sales sales arena, but they they run their own company. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what your business is, because as you said, we all have the same issue. Whatever the business is, a you need to generate sales. B you need to look at costs. At C you look you need to look at things like social media. We have issues with the tax and accounts and all the rest of it. So whatever business you're in, we all have the same issues. And that you raised a very, very important point there about camaraderie. This last year, I mean, I started Zuko. It was free last year. And it was a safe space for people to huddle together and commiserate and say, oh, my word. How frightened am I at the moment? My business has basically overnight disappeared. What am I going to do? Okay. There was a caterer who she catered large events. That was her 100% of her, in, her, her income. She was self-employed. She got no money from the government. So overnight her business disappeared. But she wasn't alone. Okay. She came to the meeting and she had, she was surrounded by love and and support. Okay. And, uh, you know, she, she's a fully paid up member of Zuko now. Okay. Looking forward to events when they happen, because this, we're still not, we're still not open up for, for large events in the UK. Okay. And so, yes. So all the points you made camaraderie support, again, learning what your competitors are doing. I mean, I've been, I've been in business now for 40 years, over 40 years. And it's really interesting. 25 years ago, if you saw a competitor, you tended to run away from him or her. Now it's very, very different. You see a competitor, you go towards them and talk to them. Hi there. How's things? How's business? You know, I'm the same as you, but we can learn from each other because everybody does something slightly differently. Okay. And so we have no lockout clauses in Zuko. So we have we have more than one accountant, more than one solicitor, more than one everything, because they all do things slightly differently, but we can learn from each other. Okay. Um and, and so yeah, I mean, I, I really you the, the four points you made were very, very important. Um and so, yeah, well, I, um, I hope I've answered that question in a roundabout way anyway. Uh, do you envision people networking online once the pandemic is over? Online networking will never end, absolutely. Um, we do a thing called speed networking, which is last an hour. Now, in real life, I've done speed networking, okay? It's, it, it is a bit like speed dating, to be fair, although I've never done speed dating. But speed networking, if you imagine a long table with 20 people down one side, 20 people down the other side. What happens is you speak to the person opposite you for five minutes. So you tell them your business, they tell you their business, okay? And you think, well, it's interesting. I might be able to help him. I can connect him with somebody who might be able to help him, okay? So five minutes, then someone rings a bell and one side of the table moves one space. So you get a new person. But of course, in real life, it's a nightmare. The noise, the chairs, someone takes too long to move. You've got someone next to you, you can hear them speaking. It just, it's an audible nightmare i tell you but of course online in breakout rooms like this it works perfectly so speed networking will always be online and the whole point about zuko is that there is there will always be online networking 
some of it really works, but we have to have in-person meeting because the energy meeting people, but there will be an interesting mix, okay, of online and definitely offline, but no, no, online networking is here to stay. What would you say to someone that was uh, introverted and really wasn't a big conversationalist? Uh, Would you say that networking could still be helpful to that person? Or would you say, you know, maybe it's not really for you? That is a fantastic question. I tell you, I love that question. Because uh, if you if you if you are shy and introvert, so first of all, you have a business, you own a business, you run a business, okay? So you have to be passionate about your business and be able to talk about your business at the drop of a hat. And you, you should be able to talk about your business. You should have in your pocket, okay, at least three or four scripts ready to go. You should have one sentence. So when someone says, if you're in a lift with someone, what do you do? You should have that sentence ready to go. A one sentence soundbite, you can explain what you do in a sentence. You should have a, a 20 second pitch, a 60 second pitch, and if needed, a longer pitch. But when it comes to this shy and introverted person, okay, if you imagine doing that 60 second pitch, okay, three or four times a week or once a week for six months, I promise you, I guarantee you, in six months, that introverted shy person doesn't exist anymore. I tell you. Well, that's really a great tip for someone who might say, how do I prepare, especially for my first online meeting, Mm -hmm. to have the various one, five, ten minute scripts? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's imperative that person make sure they tell the host that they are nervous. Okay, because a good online host, okay, is prepared for that and will gently make sure that they're, you know, but I mean, I am very lucky. I host in-person meetings and I'm always thrilled by the feedback I get from people, okay. They feel included. They they were very nervous, but we've all been there. We've all been. I remember the first time, I mean, as a child, I had quite a bad stammer, okay. So 13 years ago, when I was asked to stand up in front of 25 people and talk for 60 seconds, yes, my stammer came back okay but now i can talk i can rattle off about networking without any problem at all and so yeah so i so the shy introverted person must make sure they tell the host in an email or a phone call i am nervous i've never done it before please be gentle with me but i promise you if the host is any good at all he or she will make sure they feel totally at ease make sure that they know exactly what's expected of them and again i promise you six months of networking they'll look back on that last person and think who was that nervous nelly i do not believe if i'm a different person now Well, that's really wonderful. What other tips do you have for someone in terms of how to get the most out of networking? Again, I mean, yes, I I produced a lead magnet, which I will send you details. Okay, there are, I mean, there are tips. It's, it's, um, there's lots of simple tests and tips. I mean, we must remember, as I said, we have two ears and one mouth. I know we've all heard it. We need to use it in that proportion. So listen twice as much as you speak. Okay, you know, so you you listen, you you ask about them, ask about what they're doing. You you never thrust a business card in someone's hand. Okay, you just don't do that. Okay, it's all about building relationships, um, and so uh, you need to be honest, open, and passionate about your business because. You know, if you, if you can't be open, passionate, and honest about your own business, well, perhaps you're in the wrong business. I don't know. 
you know okay and so and so as i said you know make sure the real the real you comes out don't don't pretend to be somebody else if someone asks you what do you do as i said you need that one sentence ready to go and then you ask and how about you okay i've been at networking events i've asked somebody what you do and i've stood there for 20 minutes while they're telling me okay and after and after a minute or so i've zoned out okay I did not. I did not ask you to speak for twenty minutes. You know, I mean, we, we all want to speak. We all want to hear about each other. But you know, we have to. You know, be, be you know, be, be ready to be ready to um, to move on to somebody else, as it were. So, as I suppose, the most important tip, as I said, is the two uh, the two ears and one mouth, and use them in that proportion. Okay, but be honest, open, and genuine. If some of our listeners are interested in speaking to you further, um, mm-hmm. how can they reach you? I am everywhere, um, Dr. Hales. I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I have a link tree. I'm, I'm on Instagram, Zuko Nick. I'm on Facebook. There's a Facebook group, which is Zuko, a networking group. They can come here. But again, I mean, I have a, I have a, a Calendly link and I'm happy to have a have a Zoom chat with anybody to talk about networking. I mean, networking is a, is a it turned into a passion of mine and it is now my business, okay? Um, but I mean, it's, it's something that, it's something that, it's something that can help you improve as a person because it gives you confidence you know i, I mean pe- people are happy and confident to talk about their children for hours at a time you should be in the same position to talk about your business i tell you so yeah so uh, i can give you the link i can drop it somewhere but yeah i'm happy to talk to anybody and everyone bear in mind of the time but i, I have a calendar link book on book on for a zoom chat with me and i'm happy to answer any question about networking anytime be delighted to okay so for our listeners if you go to the show notes you'll see all of the ways that uh, a simple click will get you to nick blanchard and zuko (laughs) well thank you so much for being with us today nick and uh it's very it was a lot of uh It was a lot of fun and uh, we learned a lot. Uh, This has been another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors with your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Till next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness. Greatness.